to Music Ray Gun. I'm Paul Champanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. Have you been doing, Kirk? I've been fine. Uh, you know, same old same. Nothing ever changes. But <laughs> yeah. something did change, and it relates to us, and it relates to something way back in the before times. Uh, remember our last together episode? Uh, I don't remember what the topic was. Neither do I, but you played one <laughs> final song. It was like right By bef- Chromeo? Yes. Yeah. The, the wash your hands. Right. Yes. And we were like, oh yeah, everybody wash your hands and we'll be fine. Right. Well, Wasn't since then, a hundred, a hundred odd days later, Chromeo mm-hmm. came out with a new album. Oh. And it's all about coronavirus. <laughs> really? Yeah, the album is called Quarantine Casanova. Ooh. And it's fucking great. It's way quick. It's yeah. like, it's 10 songs, but five of the s- songs are just the instrumental of the first five songs. Mm-hmm. And each song is about three minutes long, but it slaps. So, I mean, Chromeo is a great duo. Great duo. Yeah. And... It's they're so good that you forget like, oh, this is kind of like a novelty album. <laughs> right. So their two best songs mm-hmm. uh, is the first song, the first cut, Clorox Wipe. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my all time favorite, The Ronies Got Me Stressed Out. <laughs> so I highly recommend I've been playing it ad nauseum. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. It makes me so happy. And bravo, Chromio. Any references or remixes of uh, Wash Your Hands? No, no. It's yeah, all, all original it's stuff. All, it's five original cuts and then the five instrumentals. That's nice. I'm going to have yeah. to check that out. Check it out. You, of all people, you're going to be like, oh, man, it's so good. So good. Now, I wondered if you were going to talk about a new release on this episode, but I was thinking of a different one. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. The new Hyam album. Oh, so good. Oh, because you have listened to it. I listened to it uh, when I was working yesterday, back to back. I mean, Chromeo I enjoy more because that's more my style. But uh, the Hyam album, I'm like, this is my favorite album of theirs. It's great. I haven't listened to it yet, but I saw some reviews that were like, this is better than, this is their best album. It is. Uh, of the three. It is. And so for me, like yeah, for me, it's their best because... Sometimes, you know, they do stuff that's pop, but they do stuff that can get a little like... Treakly? Yeah, and then it also can get kind of like, we're going to do 70s rock Laurel Canyon kind of thing, which is not my mm-hmm. vibe. And they A-M have that... Gold. Yes. Yeah. Gold. And they have that on this album, but they have like, it's the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's the pure shit. Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm going to. It's good. And it's like 16 cuts, but it's all solid. Oh, good. Yeah. I mean, part of the reason why I haven't heard it yet is because I was listening to a different new release. Ooh, what's that? Have you yet heard the new Bob Dylan album? (laughs) Heard it? I love it. (laughs) I believe you're lying. (laughs) No. It is great, though. Rough and rowdy ways. Because here's why I'm so excited about it. Okay. I know you don't like Bob Dylan, so you probably don't follow Bob Dylan. So you may not know that for the past five years... He's put out he he's put out three albums before this one since like twenty fourteen or fifteen. Oh shit! 
and they were all like the great American songbook. He was doing standards. Oh, okay. Okay. Right? Yeah. And then before that, he was doing like Frank Sinatra covers. He was oh, I don't want doing that. some stuff that I wasn't like super into. But yeah. this is just a straight up and down Bob Dylan album. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Is it? It's really good. Do you put it up there with his best or is it a little below his best? I'm going to have to sit with it for a while yeah. longer, you know, because first impressions sometimes can either be like too rosy or too negative before you really absorb a thing. So I don't want to rank it yet, but mm-hmm. it strikes me as I'm going to put it up there with. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not a legendary album like yeah. Blood on the Tracks or, um, but it strikes me as really, really good. That's so funny because there was just randomly going through the, the internet, uh, there were articles about Bob Dylan, but, and of course I, why would I read them? But I was like, <laughs> why is Bob Dylan getting so much hype? I had no idea that the album was out. It was more just random articles about how Bob Dylan is relevant again and yeah. how like, he just never stops recording. Yeah, I mean, this is his uh, 39th album, I think. Oh, my God. In 60 years of, well, 58 years of making yeah. albums. So he's pretty he's pretty consistent in terms of, out, in terms of you know, how prolific he is. Yeah. He's had some clunkers. Sure. Uh, I, I mean, I'm going to applaud just the work ethic. The man is 79 years old. Yeah, you know? he's putting uh, out albums. Yeah. And there is, there are a lot of themes of, you know, um, death and dying on there. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting. It's really good, Dylan. All right. And I'm just excited about it because I didn't even listen to those last three albums. I'm like, I just don't, you know, not interested. I don't, I mean, even I would imagine you'd have to be a really big Dylan fan to be like, I'm going to listen to him do Sinatra. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to say it's my favorite album since Love and Theft, with, which came out in 2001. So that's, that's a long time. That's a lot. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, congratulations, mm. Mr. Dylan. Um, I hope you have a song <laughs> similar to Band of the Hand, which is his only good song. <laughs> which album is that on? I only know Band of the Hand because it's from uh, a movie called Band of the Hand from the 80s. Okay. Which was very much a Miami Vice influenced movie, and he did the title song, Band of the Hand. <laughs> You've got some weird tastes, man. <laughs> I'm an odd bird. Bob Dylan's best song is Band of the Hand. From oh, man. If you, don't, if you, don't, if you don't know Band of the Hand, you don't know Dylan. <laughs> that sounds like a don't at me, but it's not. But it is now time for Don't At Me. Okay, Don't At Me is the part of the uh, episode when Kirk and I each say a hot take or an unpopular opinion about something in music, but we don't care about anyone else's opinion, so please don't at us don't. about what we're going to say. Yes. Uh, I'll go first this time. Right. I think you went first last time. Sure. sure. I'm going to go back to something that happened way back in January at the beginning of the year. <laughs> way back when? Oh yeah, I wrote this down. I haven't talked about it yet. A lot of people dunked on Mark McGrath. Because he went to a New Year's Eve party at Mar-a-Lago. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's okay. fine. And, and that's fine that they dunked on him for that. But a lot of those people were also saying that they hated Sugar Ray and they've always hated Sugar Ray and Sugar Ray sucks. And if that's true, they're dumb. <laughs> because, because every morning is a nice song. And anyway, 
You're wasting your breath if you make fun of Sugar Ray for being has-beens when they beat you to the punch by titling their third album 1459. People who make fun of Sugar Ray are wasting their time. Don't at me. A fair, fair assessment. It's yeah. You're right. Not only is it just easy, low-hanging fruit, but they did it, and they did it first and better than you're ever going to yeah, do. Yeah, they've always been in on the joke. So. Yes. You know, you're not scoring any points by saying, oh, they're lame. Like, yeah. No, they told yeah. you. When they you, get it. Even when you still thought they were cool, they were like, we're lame. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's funny you picked Every Morning because I don't like Every Morning. I do like Fly. I have no problem <laughs> with that song at all. That's catchy. I like the – well, Fly was – the thing with Sugar Ray was they were sort of like a hardcore band. Yeah. And Fly, like Fly for me is the ultimate example of that particular thing of the 90s where – there was a radio hit planted on an album that sounds nothing like the rest of the album. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, so it tricks people into buying the CD. And then so many people bought that album and they were like, what the hell is the is this band? Yes. But oh, then oh. after that, they made 1459, which was just like all radio hits. They were like, oh, we got our hit and now we're a pop band. Yeah. Let's just lean into that. Right, but they yeah. called it they called it fourteen fifty nine, saying like, "Yeah, this is we're just going to make some money while we can." <laughs> yes, because who and knows how long this is going to last? Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned the album being different because I'd forgotten this. It was way back in the day of, uh, oh, let's go to uh, a music store and put on headphones and listen to an album before you buy it. Mm-hmm. And I listened to that album, and I remember going, "Oh my god, they're doing uh, they did a adamant cover." They did Stand and Deliver yeah. on that album. And I was like hearing it going, oh, wow, this is like way like hardcore. Yeah. I did not. I was like, you've besmirched Mr. Ant. <laughs> but it makes sense that you say, oh, yeah, no, they weren't. They were kind of a hardcore band. And so the fly is just kind of an outlier. Right. It was yeah. ve- it's very clearly like, hey, we need a hit so we can sell some. So we can shift some units. <laughs> yeah, kind of shift them units. And so it was like really poppy, but then it also had like a rap on it. Yeah. So that know. could just be all things to all people. Yeah. I did love that song when it came out. It's, you have a better excuse because you were like, what, tw- what 12? Uh, no, I was older than that. I think that's 96. Yeah, I think 96. I was thir- 13. The summer okay. I was 13. There you go. Yeah. 13 or 14. Yeah. yeah. But Maybe uh, it was 97, but whatever, around yeah, that time. around that Early time, Early yeah. teens. Yeah, but I'll, I'll stand by that song. Yeah, and you know, Mark, we all saw Mark McGrath on uh, Rock and Roll Jeopardy. The dude knows his onions. I mean, the dude's a genius. I, he he just <laughs> he slayed everyone. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't go up against him. No way. That's right. Yeah. All right. All right. Hit us I'm, with your don't at me. My don't at me is short and sweet, and it is this. Ukuleles are so much better than banjos, it's not even fucking close. <laughs> Don't at me. Oh, real George Harrison accolade, <laughs> are you? I, if someone pulls out a ukulele mm-hmm. at a party, I'm like, oh, that's, that's, that's cute. That's adorable. Let's hear something. It's going to be whimsical and fun. Yeah. If someone pulls out a banjo... Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I'm in for a rough time. I don't want any of this. <laughs> I don't want your fucking banjo music. It's not going to be fun. It's not going to mm. sound good. Or ukulele is just going to be kind of, of fun and breezy. Banjo, I'm just like, ah, no. I don't need it. I uh, I don't know. I agree and disagree with you. What's your favorite banjo song? Um, 
well, the thing with banjo is I like it. It's like saxophone. I like it when it's in the mix, but not the main thing. Like, I like the color that it can bring to a song. But I don't necessarily want to hear, like, a banjo solo. Dare you compare mm-hmm. saxophone and banjo in the same breath? <laughs> oh, we'll do a banjo episode. <laughs> you poopy person, you. And and I do, I guess, you know, if I have to make a decision, I, I, I'm going to agree I do like ukulele better. Yeah. But I think ukulele has taken on... Um, you know, there used to be like the guitar guy at the party. <laughs> yeah, oh, I hate you know the guys. guy at the at the house party who wants to play Free Fall In or Wonder yeah. Wall, and you know, fuck get that over guy. that way. Yeah. And that I think has transformed into the ukulele girl in her bedroom who posts on YouTube. I prefer that to the guitar guy. I do too, but it's it's just sort of making ukulele a cliche, and it's it's adding a layer to it that's just like. All right, enough ukulele. <laughs> I understand, and I can understand why yeah. people say that. But I'll, I'll, I'll stand by the ukulele. Uh, I will stand by male or female. If you're playing it, I'm like, I'll sit and listen to you. Yeah, I do. I do like a ukulele. Yeah, but I like a banjo too, in the right context. I mean, I'm a huge Steve Martin fan, but even when he plays the banjo, I'm like, uh, he wails on the banjo. He's and he's great, apparently. And I just like, I don't want to hear this banjo. What about Bela Fleck and the Fleck tones? I only know that by name, and I think that's because of you. <laughs> so I can't say anything. Yeah, but no, I I get it because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of twangy sort of hillbilly yeah kind of, kind of music that features the banjo. Yeah, I'm not here for that. That's that's not great. No, um, but that's just us being classist. I guess that's why I don't <laughs> want to come down so hard on the banjos because I feel like there's a classist element to the, oh like oh, uh, redneck shit. Yeah, maybe. I guess I'd more associate with. Annoying people, um, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe a banjo is expensive. I would imagine it's the same price as an. I bet you an acoustic guitar is cheaper. Yeah, I think if you want a good banjo, it's still a pricey uh, piece of instrument. Uh, yeah. A ukulele, you can get, you know, a top of the line ukulele for relatively inexpensive. That's what I would compared to, you know, an electric guitar or something. Yeah, that's what I would imagine. So you can spend just a few hundred bucks and get a really good uke. Or you can spend like less than a hundred and get a decent one. And I'm sure it sounds fine. Yeah. 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 I'm here for it. Okay. Yeah. That was Um, it. Yeah. All right. Let's get into our top five. Let's do it. Top fives is the segment uh, that Kirk and I are doing while we're recording these pandemisodes because we can't do uh, our normal show format for Music Raygun. Nope. So every week we pick a topic for a list, and then we each choose our top five items for that list topic. Yep. And list them off. And I, I came up with the topic this week. Yeah, good one. And and it is songs that get you hyphy. Yes. And you texted me that, and I was like, mm-hmm. I think I know what that means. Let me go on Urban Dictionary and make sure. <laughs> I thought old. you would have known. It's well, a it's hip hop slang, and yeah. b it's very it's specifically regional. It's it's uh, Oakland and, and yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's Oakland hip hop slang. But I think yeah. it's 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 not new slang, and it's been widely used enough that I was surprised that you, as a hip hop fan, had never heard the word. Yeah, before. I had not heard of it. I figured, oh, I think I know what that means. And then yeah. I looked it up, and I was like, oh, it's a because there's a certain I guess there's a certain Oakland hip hop. Style called hyphy, yeah, that too. But yeah. but the, but the but it, word means like hyped up or yeah, uh, like psyched, yeah. souped, jacked, 
Let's bring up Souped again. God, I miss yeah. Souped. Just songs that get you like excited and like yes. ready to party or ready to fight. Yeah. 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 Mine are ready to fight. Yeah. Yeah. All but it's five one of those of Nor it's one of those NorCal slang terms like hella. Uh, you know? hella was fun to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know how hyphy wormed its way into my vocabulary, but I will say I will find myself saying hyphy, and I've never even been to Oakland, so now are all of your hyphy songs hip hop songs? No, but um, three of them are. I have four. One is an outlier. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. I think for me it's just because I most of the music that I listen to most often, I don't listen to music to get hyphy. Mm -hmm. Like I don't listen to, generally I'm not listening to music in order to get amped. <laughs> yeah. But when I do, it's probably it's probably hip hop. You know yeah. what I mean? That makes sense. All of these, uh, no surprise, all these are, are basic workout songs for me because that's when I listen to hyphy music the most. <laughs> so. Sometimes I'll get hyphy while I'm working because I need to like focus and get something done quick and I need to, you know what I mean? Wow. But like instead that. of getting into a fight or something, I'm like, all right, let me. Let me fix this editing Write here. these tweets or <laughs> yeah. copy edit this article. Copy edit this article, uh, that's for shit. No, well, it's, it's usually it's if I need to do something where I don't need to be thinking and it's just like data entry. You know, oh, I just okay. need to work fast. Yeah. And it's just, I'm not, because I can't really like listen to music that much if I'm writing because I need to concentrate on the words. Yeah, exactly. But if I'm just doing like a mindless task, I'll turn on some music to get hyphy to. You got to get hyphy for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. You want to start? I'm going to start with something okay. you hate. Um, but it is my, uh, it's my number five and my number five is my most recent hyphy song. So this okay. is the song that I've been playing the most cause it's the newest and it's making me the most hyphy because it's new. It's Ooh La La by Run The Jewels. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're not a fan. Um, I don't I'm know them that well. I'm not in love with Killer Mike's style. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I enjoy most of run of the jewel run the jewels but mm -hmm. this is to, by far their best song and i love it and it's just it, it it gets me into a tizzy it's from their latest release it's from their latest which was probably it was earlier this year mm -hmm. um so yeah i think january february they used it to great effect at the season finale of ozark it's okay. which is great yeah. Um, they're sampling. Fun fact: They're for those who don't know, they're sampling "Nice and Smooth," uh, which was a duo that um, did the New Kids on the Block, "Dirty Dog." Oh, right, right, right. I yeah. was like, that rings a bell, but I yeah. can't think of who that is. So yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. That, I love that even more. That's cool. Um, but yeah, I think Killer Mike is a cool guy. Yeah, I like them. I just, I just have not been able to get into Run the Jewels. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. But but yeah, that's my number five. Uh, the, the the latest the latest hyphy for me. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, my my number five is not hip hop. Oh okay. This is a song called Bell Bottoms by the John Spencer Blues Explosion. I know the John Spencer Blues Explosion by mm -hmm. name. I yeah. don't listen because blues. 
Uh, I'm not a big oh, they're not guy. really blues. Yeah, they're but they're like, like hard rock blues, aren't they? Yeah, they're like hard rock punk garage blues. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. still hard for me to get behind. But no, it's not your type of music. No, but <laughs> you you need to be friends with my friends because they're all like, oh, they're fucking great. They are great. I yeah. mean, this song in particular, it's the first song on maybe their biggest album, Orange. It was used to great effect in the opening scene to the movie Baby Driver a few years ago. Oh, and I know exactly what that song is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the, it, it, for people who don't know Baby Driver. And I haven't seen the movie. I've only just seen that opening scene. Yeah, it's good. It's about a, a gang of bank robbers mm-hmm. and Baby Driver is their getaway driver. And he's like this teen uh, who's like just a preternaturally gifted driver. Yes. And he's also obsessed with music. So he he has like, you know, his headphones on while he's getaway driving and listening to different songs. And in the opening scene when he's driving them away from a bank robbery, like the car chase with the cops is yeah. set to him listening to Bell Bottoms. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. By Blues Explosion, which they used it. It's such a perfect choice. So perfect. And if I'm, yeah. if I'm remembering correctly, they used the whole song. It wasn't yes. like, oh, we're just going to do like 30 seconds. They did the whole right. song to that chase. Yeah, the, the rest of the gang, like they get out of the car and then they go into the bank and he starts listening to it. While they're robbing the bank. Yeah. You know, like during the like the buildup of the song and he's like getting himself pumped up. You know? Yes. And they come they come running out halfway through the song and jump in the car just as it like really sort of picks up and then he the car chase starts. And it's just very exciting. That yeah. Amazing is... use of music in a movie. But yes. I've liked this song for decades because the album it's from is from the mid nineties. Oh, okay. And my uncle Mark who listeners of to the podcast know very well because I yes. talk about him all the time. Bought that album as a Christmas gift for my brother, oh. and my brother didn't he didn't get into it. So yeah. after a while, like we, I traded him something for it. Like yeah. I gave him a CD that I didn't want, and I got super into it. Oh, that's so funny! When I was in high school, and I and I've never really. It's just one of those like go to albums for me. Orange, but okay, John Spencer Blues Explosion. There's so like. Honestly, Bell Bottoms, because it's the lead-off track and it's the biggest song on the album, just sort of stands in for the whole album for me. Yeah. Because I could have picked, like, Ditch or Full Grown or Very Rare or, like, the, any any song on the album. I just get, like, souped when I listen to that album. And that's the first cut of the album? Bell Bottoms? Yeah. 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 Oh, smart move. Yeah. Smart move. It's, it's I mean, it, I really, I could have picked it for my side ones, track ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Were you thinking about it or you just forgot it? I don't think it occurred to me at the time. Yeah, yeah. okay. But it on could a, have been on that list. On a side note, I really yeah. wish you remembered what you traded your brother for. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. He oh. might have even just given it to me. Yeah. I remember once I traded him a Dave Matthews Band album and he gave me a Nirvana album. I mean, you won. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I definitely did. <laughs> I mean, that's not even that's not even a contest. I liked and still like Ants Marching, which was like their first like radio breakthrough hit. Yeah, okay. And so I bought that album. And then later my brother, like my brother's seen the Dave Matthews Band dozens of times. Like, mm-hmm. He was a huge fan. But I was actually the first one to buy one of their albums. And then after a while, I was like, I don't want this piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> You're like, I'll take the Nirvana. And he gave me a Nirvana Unplugged for it. I was like, that's the best trade ever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a, that's an iconic album. That's right. 
But yeah. Uh, yeah, Orange by the John Spencer Blues. Ah, and nice. people go on YouTube and just watch that scene from Baby Driver. You can watch it's it on YouTube. It's killer. Yeah. It's killer, and the song makes it even more so. Yeah. Definitely. Um, number four is my outlier. Mm-hmm. It's not a uh, rap song or not a song you would think I'd normally like, but it is. is it Muskrat Love by the Captain and Sneer. Exactly. That's <laughs> the most hypey song ever. Yeah. Um, it's Cashmere by Led Zeppelin. Ooh. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That song yeah. is just, oh my gosh, makes me want to break shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. And it's. Yeah. It's one of those songs where it didn't really hit me when it came out because I was just too young. And then yeah. it was my 20s, you know, it's when I started actually listening to Zeppelin and enjoying them. And I was like, oh, my God, this fucking song Cashmere is amazing. Yeah, that song kicks ass. And it's it's long, but it still retains its hyphiness throughout, mm-hmm. which is which is great. It's so funny. Um, my wife doesn't like Cashmere. But she likes the P. Diddy Come With Me from Godzilla that samples Cashmere. I was going to bring that up and I was like, nah, better not. <laughs> no, that, that's her hyphy song. Yeah. That is her hyphy song. And still to this day, she's like, oh my God, I get so amped when I hear that song. And I was like, well, what about Cashmere? She's like, no. That's, <laughs> that's so funny. I, yeah. I feel like that song must have been an entree to Led Zeppelin for a lot of people my age. But I, I was already that. into Zeppelin at the time, so I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was for yeah. reverse for me because you know, for me, it was like I would hear Stairway and I go, Mwah. and then later on, I was like, "Oh, they do Cashmere too. That's fucking great." Stairway to Heaven is a terrible, terrible song. <laughs> I still am okay with it, but uh, Cashmere to me is like their top top one or two song. Yeah, Cashmere is great. Cashmere is great. Love it. Yeah, I did like. I mean, that whole thing where it was. That P. Diddy song was pretty whack, and then it was like made for a big blockbuster soundtrack. Yeah, for a movie so it just that had the stink of like commercialism all over it. But oh, yeah. <clears throat> I seem to remember, uh, I think he was still Puff Puff Daddy at the time. That yes, he did it on Saturday Night Live with Jimmy Page. He did. I remember which that. was cool. That yeah. was cool. It was a good version too. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. He did that a lot where he would. Because Puffy didn't just sample shit. He just, like, ripped entire huge hits off yeah. for their hooks, like with uh, I'll Be Missing You. Oh, yeah. But then he shit. would legitimize it by appearing live with that artist, like when Sting played oh, with yeah. him at the VMAs and uh, and Jimmy Page playing with him on Saturday Night Live. He's like, no, see, I have their blessing yeah. for this overt ripoff of <laughs> their biggest hit. I paid for it, and they said this was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I paid for it, and they got paid, and so everybody's happy. And there's no sad faces. <laughs> All right. My number four is hip-hop. Okay. And it's Oakland hip-hop. Ooh. And it uses the word hyphy in it. Oh, I might not even But even if it. it didn't, this would be on my list. This is from, I believe, 2006, and it's a song called Blow the Whistle by Too Short. I don't know Blow the Whistle. You don't know Blow the Whistle? No. You would know Blow the Whistle if you heard it. Okay. You know Too Short, though, right? Oh, I totally know Too Short. Too, I, too I used Short to have is album. not like a household name, but he's one of those. He's like an MC's MC. Yeah. He's, I had he's his been around forever. Album in 89, Life is Too Short. I had yeah, that. Is that the one with the ghetto on it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Blow the Whistle was like a, was like a big hit for him. 
Gotta write that down. Blow the whistle. Dude, what check year? it out. Yeah, when that when the bass intro comes in, and then the hook, the chorus is just blow the whistle, and then a whistle. <laughs> like I can't do it, but uh, Too Short's the best, man. Yeah. So what fun. what year was that? Two thousand six. Oh my god. It was deep into his career. Like a lot of the lyrical content is about how he's been around for years and he's put out sixteen albums and but and then it became like his biggest hit. Oh my god! I don't even know. I'm ashamed. And that's the song that, like, as soon as it, it opens with this bass hook, and as soon as I hear it, I'm just like, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's going down. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not, like, a party guy, but if that song plays, I'm like, you know, I'm ready to go. Let's get it. Blow it's, the whistle. Blow. It's funny. You said an Oakland hip-hop song, and for one yeah. brief moment, I was like, is Paul going to do Pumps and a Bump? <laughs> no. No. Yeah. I was I like, that's a bold really... choice. <laughs> I don't know if I really consider Hammer Oakland hip hop. I guess technically he is. Technically he is, but the vibe no. maybe is not. Yeah. Yeah. But there's there's a lyric in Blow the Whistle about something about like made all the music that makes the youngins get hyphy. Oh shit. <laughs> Love that. Because even at the time he was like a middle aged man, but he's like, I can you know, I still got it. I'm still too short. Like I don't. I, he's not a household name, but people who are into hip hop know Too Short. And in the Bay Area, he's yeah, he's just a living legend. Yeah, he's revered there. Absolutely, yeah. and absolutely. I love too short. Yeah, good call. Uh, my number three is I consider it hip hop, although it's not. I just realized, oh, maybe it's not really considered hip hop, mm-hmm. but uh, it's my most political, and that's uh, Gorilla Radio by Rage Against the Machine. Oh, sure, great song. Yeah. I love Great it that song. you like Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> I, love, I mean, they're fucking so good. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Uh, and that's one of my favorite songs of theirs. Um, I don't particularly listen to much political music, but right. that song, I'm just like, oh, man, it's on. It is on. Yeah, that's definitely like Rage Against the Machine makes you want to fight. Yeah. You're like, just someone come at me. Someone say <laughs> something to me. Yeah. No, there's a lot of music. There's a lot of music that gets you hyphy that like could serve as either party music or fighting music. Yes. But Rage Against the Machine is purely like get in a fight, set something on fire. Yes. Uh, destroy a system. Yeah. Don't take yeah. shit. Um, <laughs> it's funny, too, because uh, particularly Gorilla Radio, too, I go, I've never not taking it off uh, a playlist for a workout. I've ever yeah. been like, oh, I got to replace that. It's 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 going to be on. Even if it's a long list, it's going to be on. Yeah. I've yet to tire of that song. I, if I had to pick one, my I mean, it's the big radio hit, but for me, it's Bulls on Parade. Oh, Bulls on Parade is great. <laughs> That's the one that gets me. Yeah. Bulls yeah. on Parade is really, really good. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's funny too because we've been because uh, they've been in the news. I don't know if I, like it was like mm-hmm. earlier this month. Some uh, uh, right wingers were pissed off because they had just yeah. realized that Rage Against the Machine was political. Well, because Tom Morello had said something, I think, in support of Black Lives Matter. But you know, they've always been overtly political and have always said something. Yeah. But in the midst of all this, he tweeted something, and then a, a bunch of fans were like. Oh, keep politics out of your music. I'm, yeah. li- I'm not going to listen to you anymore. It's like you've been listening all this time, and you think now that they should keep politics out of yeah. there. That's do all you, they've ever been. Yeah. Do you not get it? Do you not yeah. understand what bulls yeah. on parade or killing in the name of is? No, I know, but that's the thing with Rage Against the Machine because they're so aggro that they also attract a lot of like dumb meatheads. Yeah. Who don't listen to the the message at all and just think it's you know. Yeah. 
yeah. kick-ass music. There were comments were like, I used to like them, but now they've gotten political, so I'm not going to listen to them anymore. <laughs> Their first album has that picture of that of that uh, monk setting himself on yeah. fire in the 60s. Like, if that's not, like, literally from the jump, they have been the most political band. Yeah. And all these dipshits are like, <laughs> Ugh, if you're going to be political, I'm not a fan anymore. I'm out. Screw that. Yeah. The weirdest. Uh, Just people the are dumb. so dumb. The dumbest fucking take ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that is my number three. Okay. My number three is not hip hop. Okay. A song from late 70s, early 80s. It's called Pay to Come by Bad Brains. Oh, I don't know Bad Brains by the name. That's another one of those yeah. where I have friends that love Bad Brains. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're iconic and legendary. Bad Brains is a real interesting band because they started off as like a jazz fusion band. I had heard that, but I'd never listened to that. Yeah, but then they heard... They're sort of like the opposite Beastie Boys, where the Beastie Boys were a punk band. And then when they heard hip-hop, they were like, oh, we're going to do this now. Oh, that's interesting. The Bad Brains were like a 70s, like, Return to Forever style jazz fusion Mm -hmm. band. And then they they heard punk and they were like, we want to do this now. (laughs) This is our thing now. Yeah, and they're from D.C., they're all black and they're Rastafarian. Yeah. But they are punk. So it's a it's a combination of elements you wouldn't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but Pay to Come is probably their biggest song. And it's just it's it's so fast that like even if I'm reading the lyrics while I'm listening to it, I can't decipher what he's saying. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's it's the fastest song of all time. Yeah. He spits the lyrics so fast that I can't understand it. But it's just as soon as I hear those opening notes, I'm like, I gotta I gotta punch somebody. <laughs> somebody. Punch somebody. It's gonna have to happen. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. Yeah. Do they still perform? Are they still around? I yeah, think. I believe they are, yeah. Okay. But they've had lineup changes and, and uh but I think they're still an existing a going concern. Oh, cool. Yeah. Good for that. brains from DC, and they're also like like the leaders of DC punk. Yeah, I remember hearing something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. very cool. And that's just a song where I've always said, like, if you if you can hear that and not get psyched up, <laughs> go to the doctor. Yeah, something is wrong internally. Yeah, pay to come by the bad brains. Pay to come. Uh, my number two, we have played. Mm-hmm. Uh, with our good, uh, our good friend uh, Isabel. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, we did a dance episode. One of our dance episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we showed a, a dance studio, and it's Missy Elliott's "WTF." Where are they from? Oh, where are they from? Yeah, yeah. That song yep. is so good. Um, that video, because it's funny. There, there is a video for where are they from, but it doesn't get me as hype as that dance video that we watched. That one. <laughs> oh, so gets it's me. Not, is it not the song itself doesn't do it for you? It's no, the, the song, song does do it for oh. me, but then the song with those uh, that dance studio doing it really just hits me yeah. hard. Um, but yeah, that song, that song's a perennial because that's that's like four or five years old, I think. That's a perennial I, five because yeah. I I remember I think I said this. When we talked about it with Isabel, but I remember the day it came out because you and I were working in the same place at the time. Yes, yes. In Glendale. And I remember like everybody in the office the day it dropped, like listening to it and talking about it. Yes. Oh, my God. I forgot we were, like, that. Playing it at work. Yeah. So you and I heard it for the first time together. Oh, uh, that's The day wonderful. it was released. 
I'm glad it's my number two then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Never get sick of it. Love it. Uh, it's another it might be one my favorite those. Missy song. I love that song. It's funny because they she has another song that gets me hyphy, but not as – oh, God. There's a bunch. But uh, I'm Really Hot gets me hyphy. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and she's a bitch gets me hypey. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had to I had to make a choice, and so I went with where they from. Where they from? Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. happy about that one. Uh, all right, my number two is by a, a Brooklyn hip hop group, and this is the only song of theirs that I know. Oh, okay. But for like fifteen years, this is just the ultimate like throw down the gauntlet get in a fight <laughs> i don't know why all these my songs ended up all being like songs that make me want to fight yeah and there's not a lot and also i don't fight <laughs> these songs just make me want to fight but yes. only in theory you know yeah the theory of fighting the group is called mop and the song is anti up anti up is like the ultimate yes. song yeah i have a lot to say it's the only song i know from them too yeah. I don't know any other song by them. Yeah. I fucking forgot to put that on. I'm glad you put that on. That <laughs> completely escaped my mind. That's another one that's always on uh, yeah. my shuffle. I am shocked that it's your number two. I can't, I'm really interested to hear your number one at the what end. What number because, one is? Okay. Because yeah, no, you, this is my number two. You've talked about this song on and off the pod. About how, yeah, yeah. how much, just how much you love it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's really good. It's like it's good. I, for a lot of people, it's "Nuck If You Buck." You know? Oh yeah, song? yeah, yeah. I know "Nuck yeah, If You yeah. Buck." Yeah, I like "Nuck If You Buck," but it just doesn't quite get all the way to a ten for me yeah. in terms of like actually wanting to "Nuck If You Buck." For me, the real "Nuck If You Buck" song is "Annie Up" by Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what man. It's, it's the most aggressive. Oh rapping. yeah, yeah. Things that it's we need, money, so clothes, weed. In your face, it doesn't let up. Yeah, you know, uh, kidnap them fools. <laughs> Take rings off. <laughs> everything yeah. off. It's, yeah. Oh, everything it's off. so good. Yeah. I'm so happy you put it. I'm so That's mad so at myself that I completely spaced on it. If if anything, my only complaint about it is that it's too long, and it's not even like it's five minutes. It's maybe three, three and a half minutes. Yeah. But it's so intense. Yeah. That like. By the time it's over, I'm I'm like exhausted before it's over. Just listening to it. <laughs> yeah. So it yeah. It takes you on a ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, your number one's gonna be way interesting because I would <laughs> I would have thought that, that that would have been a number one for you. Nope, some, there's something else that gets me even more hyphy than Annie Up. My number one hyphy song, which mm-hmm. probably should have been Annie Up, but it would have been a it would have been a tie, mm-hmm. is uh Pump It Up by Joe Budden. Oh, I don't know that. You know, oh, if if you heard it, you'd be like, oh, this is Pump It Up. Pump yeah. It Up. It, Joe Budden is, that song was huge. It was around the time I think of Annie Up, maybe. Um, Mid-2000s, early 2000s? Yeah, it was early 2000s. Uh, both songs, fun fact, were on you got the movie You Got Served. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's okay. both, There's in fact, those are the two best songs and the two best dance sequences of You Got Served. I've never uh, seen any of the You Got Served films. Oh, uh, there, I think there's, there's actually only one. Uh, I don't think they did a sequel. Oh, I'm thinking of Step It Up. Step It Up, step it up, up. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. Got Served is uh, Omarion and the, the other guy from B2, B2K? 
I can't remember. Um, That's your but, world, not mine. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I think Pump It Up might have been around 2001, 2002. Yeah. It's so good. It's good. It's a good fight song. It's a good dance battle song. It's a good workout song. Yeah. Um, check it out. I think you will like it. And I really think you might um, be like, oh, I know this song. Yeah, maybe. I feel like you'll be like that with Blow the Whistle. Yeah, I probably. You, you go you go listen to Blow the Whistle. I'll listen <laughs> exactly. To we'll Budden. come back and report. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Joe Budden, he, this is the only song of his I know. And now he's got a, he's, he's a huge podcast guy. He's got like a Joe huge, yeah, it's like just okay. a huge, huge podcast dude. I didn't know that. But yeah, um, but uh, as big he, as us. Mm, I mean, come on, let's not get crazy. <laughs> let's not let's not get crazy. Yeah. Uh, but I think he talks about how like he's you know he's like yeah, bump it up was my one big song, and I'm still getting paid from it, and I'm okay with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, that's my number one. Pump it up by Joe Budden. Yeah. Sorry that I didn't know your number one, but I'll definitely check it out. I really hope I know your number one. And maybe it'll be like uh, um, the Booming Systems, which I'm still listening. To. <laughs> ah, yeah, that that's that's a good one. Oh yeah, the Booming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I have no worry that you won't know. Okay. One. I know that you will. All right. I often say that my favorite song of all time is "Ain't That Peculiar" by Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Which it is, but this is a very close second. Okay. Ooh, exciting. Uh, it's from 2007. All right. And the name of the song, and I've talked about it before, so I don't think this will surprise you. Okay. Is Lip Gloss by Lil Wayne. <laughs> oh, Lip that's Gloss, a good which is one. a song by a teenage girl oh. about wearing lip gloss. And when I hear it, I'm just like, yes, this song that is, song the is coolest. so good. The, the beat. Her oh, rapping, yeah. everything about it. And I'm like, yeah. It, it's I'm in my car singing about how my lip gloss is popping because <laughs> my lip gloss is cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I get so nuts for that song, man. It's the the first time I heard it, I was like, this is this song is perfect. I I oh I agree with you that that is that might that's slightly hyph, more hyphy than uh, Annie Up. <laughs> For me, it is, man. I can get that. I can get yeah. behind that. That makes sense. I mean, it's it's pop rap. Yeah, it's it's real, but it's it you know it's it's like everything I love about early rock and roll and punk. Like mm-hmm. it's by a kid. It's about you know it's very rock and roll the way it's just about yeah partying and being a teenager. All the best music is two minutes long and it's by teenagers for teenagers. And in that way, lip gloss is like almost like real classic rock and roll. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, yeah. It's, it's very short. And it's just that, that fucking beat, man. It is hard. I love the thing they do in the music video because the music video is set in a high school. Yeah. And they have kids like slamming lockers in time. Yes. The, which is what it sounds like. That exactly. Actual, that sort of stomping beat sounds yep. exactly like a locker door, which I'm sure was by design. Yeah, totally. But in the video, it's all these kids in the hallway at school and they're slamming their lockers shut and they time it with the beat. And I'm like, ah, this is just like a high school. It's like rock and roll high school, but hip hop. Yeah. You, uh, I I like your number one more than my number one. Yeah. (laughs) Lil Mama. Yeah. And it was also sort of a one hit wonder. I'm sure she had a few other minor hits, but that's the only Lil Mama song I really. That's the only one I know. And that she later went on to uh, judge a, a dance show on MTV. 
Yeah, she's great. She's yeah. so cool. She's so cool. And so I, I, I sometimes tell people that's my favorite song and they think I'm joking. Like they think I'm saying it to be funny because it wouldn't it be funny if a guy who looks like me loves lip gloss by <laughs> Little Mama. But I fucking love that song. It's a, it's a, it's it is a classic. It is, it a, is classic. a perfect pop song. And I think it's underrated too. I think people need to show it a little more love. Yeah, I will often put it in mixes with uh, Tipsy by Jake Quan, which oh, also could have been on my list. Tipsy could have been on there, too. Because they're from a, a, same, uh, around the same time. They have a similar kind of beat. Yes. And people yeah. don't necessarily take them as seriously as they could and should. Yeah, they should, because both of those both of those slap. <laughs> yeah, uh, great. You had a great number one. That is a killer number one. Yeah, man. Well done. I get very excited when I hear lip gloss. Oh, yeah. It's fucking great. That, those are our top five. Songs that get us hyphy. Hyphy! Make a playlist out of those songs. And, yeah. Uh, go them. fight and go fight someone in your go mind. Go fight or run or party or just get some work done. <laughs> yeah. Or that too. That's good Do too. Do your chores. Yeah. <laughs> Clean the bathroom to them. Yep. Do a really Sweep. thorough job. Sweep. <laughs> Sweep. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's it for this pandemisode. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>